When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We survived rusty playgrounds, no helmets, and drinking from the hose. This is the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Hoff, filling in for Farm Director Pam Yankee on a Thursday morning. Ethanol importers and policymakers from Southeast Asia are visiting Wisconsin today and tomorrow. Wisconsin Corn Growers Association is hosting 17 people from the Philippines and Thailand. They're getting a firsthand look at ethanol production and how we use biofuel in our day-to-day lives. They'll be touring farms and ethanol plants around Madison to learn a couple of things. First, what type of infrastructure is needed to make biofuels? And second, how to produce sustainable aviation fuel, or better known as SAF. Our own Nate Zimdars will catch up with them this morning in Lodi. I suppose it is a good day to be indoors touring facilities. It'll be a mostly cloudy day early on. Then we'll see some periods of showers this afternoon. Highs near 60 degrees. Winds are moving out of the west at 5 to 10 with a 40% chance of rain. And that means you'll have a chance to send us your rainfall amounts. You can send us a text at 877-301-FARM. Again, that is 877-301-FARM. 3276, the number two hour talk text line. Our egg meteorologist, Stu Muck, will be with us shortly for a more closer look at this week's forecast details. But stick around because later in the hour, we'll hear from our friends at the Steffes Group on what's shaken when it comes to agricultural equipment. And we'll hear from Everegg Principal Mike North. I'll ask him to get out his crystal ball and tell us where milk and cheese prices are going. It's all coming up. Well, Munich, Germany may be concluding their Oktoberfest celebrations for the year, but we're still going strong. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here for Bavaria Sausage. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week online, BavariaSausage.com. Don't forget their Facebook page or their retail location at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitch Road Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. Yes, they are your Oktoberfest celebration center. From looking the part with Oktoberfest plates, tableware, and tablecloths, right on through to the menu you offer. Of course, it's about the old-world German flavor in their bratwurst, their weistwurst, their wieners, their landjagers, summer sausages, and liverwurst. But don't forget, there's also all of the support mechanisms for an Oktoberfest celebration. How about their dumplings, their spatzel, their gravies, their sauces? Celebrate Oktoberfest authentically. Bavaria Sausage. Ever wonder what deja vu sounds like? Yeah. Something like that, because that's the sound of Dairyland Seed delivering the greatest soybeans in our history. Again, this year's lineup, led by Dairyland Seed and List E3 Soybeans, brings even better agronomic characteristics, even tougher weed control, and even higher yield potential. And once again, they're proven to outperform the competition in independent head-to-head trials. See the latest soybean performance results at ShowMeTheSoybeanYield.com. That's ShowMeTheSoybeanYield.com. 
When it comes to adding more revenue to your farm, the conversation around selling carbon or carbon credits is growing. And today, farmers do have the chance to get paid to reduce carbon emissions or keep carbon trapped in the ground. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Organic Valley has started paying its members to reduce carbon within their supply chain. And this is thanks to a $25 million Climate Smart grant from the federal government. They're going to give incentives to about 500 of their member farmers to lower their carbon footprint. Nicole Rokovich is the Director of Sustainability at Organic Valley, and she answers some of the logistical questions of how you even measure carbon and how much money each farm will get. She says a climate smart practice on the farm is really anything that reduces greenhouse gas emissions or locks carbon in trees or soil. Our farmers will be implementing practices that either reduce greenhouse gas emissions like improve manure management such as composting, installing solar on farm, and practices that sequester carbon such as planting trees. Those are three examples. So has Organic Valley gotten their first check yet? When does the money start coming in and and when does the project start? We did get our first check. It was a small one because we've uh, slowly ramped up. Our our grant got finalized late spring of this year. And so right now we're onboarding our partners who are going to be doing the practice planning and design with our farmers. Um, and we'll soon be enrolling farmers this fall and winter. How are you recruiting your members to be a part of these projects? Well, we are a cooperative, so we have many messaging points with our farmer members, right? We have a lot of close contact and interaction with them. So right now we are messaging to them that we can do the practice planning for those three practices, the manure management, the agroforestry, which is planting trees, and the solar, and that we can help provide the cost share and the financial incentives to get those practices in the ground. When does the data start coming out? Because is that is that something that you have to provide to USDA and say, hey, we are making progress, and how are you going to collect that data? Yes, we will be tracking the the greenhouse gas benefit or the climate benefit of every practice even before it's installed. So before the practice is installed, we we model or we calculate the anticipated carbon or climate benefit. Um, and then when the practice is installed, we verify that the practice was installed as expected. And then we do annual monitoring and verification to see if see if it's producing what we expected over the years. Now you told me you're going to start working with farmers fall and and winter months. How many do you already have in the book that are gung-ho, we want to do this? Well, there's quite a few. I don't know what the exact tally is. You can't plant trees over the winter, so the tree plantings are scheduled to happen in the spring. Um, But we think before the spring we'll get some manure management and, and the solar projects starting to get going. Did the grant money you get have a deadline for when everything has to be implemented? Yes, ours is a five-year grant, so this goes until 2028. So we believe we have plenty of time to get farmers excited and enrolled and and installing practices. You you said 500 farms that you'll be working with? Mm -hmm. How many of those are going to be in Wisconsin? Well, so this is open uh, to our dairy and egg members across the U.S., which is about 30... 30 states. Wisconsin does have a lot of farms, so 
many dozens of Wisconsin farmers will be signing up, I anticipate. How many staff members did Organic Valley have to tag in or hire so that they can do this? We, through this grant, were able to hire three new staff members. So uh, a carbon data manager who will be managing all the data um, and then two specialists uh, to work one-on-one with the farmers themselves to sort of project manage the individual projects. Uh, and they have focus areas of either the reduction in greenhouse gases or carbon sequestration, sort of how their roles are divided. Nicole, is there a standard way to measure carbon sequestration? Who do you reach out to for these for these equations or measurement mm-hmm. tools? Does USDA govern how you can measure it? Are you looking at a third party? USDA is not governing how how the the carbon gets measured. Um, but for our program, one of the major indicators is the soil organic carbon. So soil organic carbon is a component of soil organic matter, which most most farmers are familiar with. Um, and so that's specifically what we'll be measuring and then within a certain depth of soil and then you can actually calculate the carbon in that amount of soil and that's the below ground carbon and then the other component for trees in particular is the above ground carbon and that's really like the diameter of the trees. Would Organic Valley have made these types of investments if this climate smart program didn't exist? Yes, we were planning this investment. Actually, it was perfect timing right before this grant was announced that it was available. And really what this uh, Climate Smart Commodities grant opportunity has allowed us to do is scale up what we were planning and, and help us to really achieve the goals that we had already planned to reduce our carbon footprint as a, as a business. Yeah, and this grant has allowed us to do that in this short time frame. How much money does each farmer get? That is a difficult question to answer because I think one of the things that's unique about our project is we're not, we're paying based on the carbon outcomes. And so we need to calculate the the carbon that's reduced or sequestered for each individual practice. And it varies farm by farm depending on the farm the specific practice the size of the farm the management and so it's, it's really hard to answer but I guess I could give a couple examples because there's different incentives one is the technical assistance to plan the practice that's worth you know maybe five to ten thousand um, dollars maybe fifteen thousand depending on the practice that's covered a hundred percent by the grant And then also coming from the federal portion of the grant is a carbon outcome payment that helps pay for the practice itself. And for a manure management project, that could be $100,000. For a tree planting, it could be $15,000 to $20,000. So this sort of depends on the practice. And then the third incentive is coming through our match budget um, from Organic Valley, and that's this additional payment for the tons of carbon year over year. All of these examples you're sharing with me, they're getting the monetary incentive to start this project, but these investments go long-term. So even when maybe they're not getting the money anymore from Organic Valley for the project, these will still pay dividends down the road? 
Yes, exactly. That's how our program is designed to give this annual incentive for the farmer to continue maintaining the practice because we want to see those practices on the land, you know, for their practice lifetime so that that benefit is there, right, for the climate, for for the farm, for for all of us. And we want to be able to count that benefit year over year. Nicole Rakovich joining us, Director of Sustainability with Organic Valley, speaking to the details of the cooperative's carbon insetting program, which aims to reduce the carbon footprint of their dairy and egg supply chains. They were approved for up to $25 million from USDA for this project. And then over the next five years, they'll be using that money to help about 500 of their member farmers reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The cooperative is just one of more than a dozen Wisconsin recipients of these climate smart dollars from the federal government. You can learn more about the initiative at MidwestFarmReport.com. Just search Climate Smart. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You're worth so much more. Have you ever had the choice to accumulate wealth or go into debt? Let's play Would You Rather. Would you rather have $190,000 in total compensation or be $29,000 in debt? That's the choice between paying for a bachelor's degree that might not even land you a job or an apprenticeship with Liuna that will lead to job security, a pension, stability, and a lifetime of great wages. You're worth so much more. Go to LiunaWisconsin.org join to learn how to accumulate wealth instead of debt. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. At Bergstrom Automotive, we have a non-commissioned sales team, which is a polite way to say we don't really care whether you buy a practical Equinox, the rugged Silverado, or the speedy new Corvette. You've been told no before? Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. At Bergstrom Automotive, we teach our people to take no out of the vocabulary. Is no in your vocabulary? Uh, no. No isn't a thing at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Being with you makes us happy as pigs in mud. This is the Midwest Farm Report. And some of you may have a little bit of mud this morning. We have a few texts from our rainfall reporters. Greg in West Bend saw a quarter of an inch in his rain gauge overnight. Dan in Caledonia, Illinois, saw almost two-tenths of an inch. And then I got a text from Stan in the Green Bay region who said he got some rain in his gauge. He didn't give me an exact amount. Stu Muck along with us, our ag meteorologist. And Stu, we are seeing a little chance of rain yet today. Is that right? 
Oh, yeah, there's another possibility trying to build in, Stephanie. You're not going to amount to a whole lot. I mean, I saw maybe three or four hundredths in the bottom of my rain gauge with that dead bug that was still laying in there. Uh, over at the Sheboygan County Airport, 24 hundredths of an inch. My friend Paul, right on that uh, Sheboygan Fond du Lac County border north of 23, he saw 13 hundredths of an inch. So not a big rain event. A lot of rain stuck way in the far east and northeast part of Wisconsin in the nighttime. But now we are going to be in for a day that may again feature some rain chance. The Alberta Clipper is pulling off to the northeast, but a weak frontal boundary is still going to swing through. And we look at rain scattering up into northern and western Wisconsin from the western end of the UP down through all around uh, Eau Claire, something like that. The activity may swing a bit further east and southeast, and that's why I expect toward afternoon or evening another chance for a few showers, you know, maybe a tenth of an inch to add up. That's going to be about the extent of it. There'll be yet another very small rain chance toward Friday night or into Saturday, which again may add up to be almost a tenth of an inch. Just not going to produce a whole lot of rain, but a couple of more chances around here toward the end of the week. The one thing is temperatures stay fairly mild, more like normal today and tomorrow. A little cooler as we head toward the weekend. In fact, uh, Sunday morning could find us a little frosty in some areas. Next week, those temperatures do try to rebound again. And in fact, heading on toward midweek could be pushing into the upper 60s a little bit. That sounds pretty nice as well. A big turnaround from a little bit of a cooler air mass we've been dealing with here just as of late. But not a whole lot of rain in the picture. A couple of more chances, though, enough to keep it just a little damp. And that's about all I really expect to see for a big change as we head toward the weekend. We'll add to that some gustier winds for Saturday. I'll have those forecast details right after this. Always up early. Always getting the job done. Always working as hard as you can. Always pushing for more. Because you never settle. For farmers who seek outstanding performance they can count on, the only brand is DeKalb Corn. Featuring a broad portfolio of products precision bred to maximize profit potential on every field. DeKalb brand. Never settle. See us at DeKalb.com. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. You know what time it is? It's time for Swine to Shine. National Pork Month is finally here and lasts all October long. Whether you're craving sweet and spicy, stick-to-your-bones, barbecue ribs, sizzling sausage, smoky bacon, juicy pork chops, or just a good old-fashioned honey-glazed ham, it's time to celebrate the goodness of pork all month long. Need a new mouth-watering pork recipe? Discover your next favorite at pork.org. Brought to you by Wisconsin's Pork Producers. And even if there's no action happening in the sky, feel free to text us what's happening in the field, what's happening in the barn at 877-301-3276. Stu, take us home. What else can we expect this week aside from maybe a small chance of rain yet today? Well, that's about it. In some okay temperatures, I'd say even partly sunny skies in some areas, maybe in the south and east, more clouds in the west. All in all, not a bad day. A chance of a shower developing in the afternoon. Early afternoon at La Crosse, later in the day, further east and south. We could see our way to around 60, maybe just in the low 60s at La Crosse. Southwest winds today become northwest, about 5 to 10. Showers and mostly cloudy skies for a time this evening, falling back toward the upper 50, upper 40s or very low 50s. 
The west winds at 5 to 15, partly sunny by Friday. Back up around or just in the low 60s. The northwest winds at 5 to 15. Late Friday night, just lingering to early Saturday in the east. A few showers possible again. Partly sunny, more breezy Saturday. Mid-50s at best in the northwest winds. Stephanie could gust up near 20, 25, maybe 30 miles per hour in eastern Wisconsin. Kind of a, a breezy, brisk Saturday is what I think we'll see. You're telling me. Oof. Well, we'll talk more about that tomorrow with you, Stu. Charity Seebecker will have you on. Thanks for coming on this morning. You bet. Have a great day. Stu Muck, our egg meteorologist, along with us. Again, our talk text line, 877-301-FARM. That's how you can communicate directly with us on rainfall reports or other things, 877-301-3276. Stick around for Everegg Principal Mike North joining us in the bottom half of the hour. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I'm living the life that I lived before I started having knee pain 10 years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was that QC Kinetics treats pain associated with osteoarthritis with regenerative therapy taking your body's own healing properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608 319 the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Goodman's Jewelers has been providing a sparkle to Madison since 1933. That's a lot of great memories. John Hayes for Goodman's Jewelers. We've been caring for generations of customers, and during that time, our strengths have been trust, service, and selection. Those traits are who we are, and that will never change. Goodman's Jewelers, a destination worth reaching. 220 State Street. GoodmansJewelers.com. The best is at Goodman's. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Sweet of Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. 
and Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com. Sweeta metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. At Tom's Auto Center, we like to say we're the getter fixed, getter done to get you going, guys. Because we're one of the largest independent auto shops in the area. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. With 12 bays and a lively group of highly skilled mechanics, we're able to do just that. Tom'sAutoCenter.com Tom's Auto Center. We're the getter fixed, getter done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. You can't change the price of gas or groceries, but you can change the amount of your energy bill. Benjamin Plumbing is now a certified dealer of Renai tankless water heaters. The number one tankless water heater in North America. They're up to 40% more energy efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art, energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Save money with endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. You know when you've really made it? When you finally have your own place and you can decorate it the way you want. Your Aunt Betty used to sleep on that old couch. It's time to turn drab into fab with lazy luxury from Lazy Boy Furnishings and Decor. That chair, it belonged to the dog. Time to start styling. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. There's a lot lot to be shaken out. Patience. Well, don't you think that's kind of the the same thing for the hockey team this year? You got a new coach. You got, uh, obviously. transition. This guy's a professional. Hell yeah. Well, you got got a new coach. You got some new players. Obviously, the the portal does shake things up a little bit. But it's a relatively, uh, you know, a a team that's just getting started, just starting to play together. Yeah, it's a new the, team. With the new team, and, and and I've seen Coach Hastings talk a couple times, um, and he's and he's done a very nice job every time he speaks, and he, he compliments actually Tony Granado with his recruiting class that have come in, and also the sophomores that have come in, and so uh, he has been. With that being said, and then also with some transfers that he's brought over. Within he's almost he brought three kids over from Mankato State that came immediately right away. Yeah, and these kids are making impact. And you know, all these kids are a year older. We've said that you know, every come when we come when I come in here in the spring or in the fall, they they're a year older, they're stronger, good goaltending so far. We've we that's been sort of iffy the last several years, which was very, very difficult. But all in all, um, I went to the first game and I love the energy that I saw the first game, even though it was against Augustana. Yeah, you know, RJ, you were was, there, weren't you? Well, I mean. That's a, what, first-year program, right? And it's essentially kind of the same thing going on there, just with everybody's brand new rather than the amount of transfers and people who left here. Uh, I mean, what, Shay Donovan was playing up at Augustana. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought it was a good gauge just because I think it was two programs who were really trying to feel things out. 
And I think Augustana came back and won this past weekend yeah, so uh, against somebody. So I, was I, mean, up, I was up in the city, so the yeah. landscape of college, at least the college hockey, is, uh, you know, with, with these teams that are coming up. St. Thomas is a new Division One team mm-hmm. in college hockey. Well, they got kicked they out went, three, <laughs> right? Because they, they're so good. Like, now we can't have you. They went toe to toe with Minnesota at the XL Energy on on Friday night. Okay, and they were they almost won that game, so they lost in overtime. So here's a you know brand new team taking on Blue Bloods of Minnesota <laughs> in XL. I mean, you talk yeah. about chaos happening in the cities. You know, they almost beat uh, the Gophers, went yeah. into overtime. So there's a lot of good teams out there, but like I said, I liked what I saw. I liked the energy, the kids that were you know when I when I saw it on TV or when I saw it in live, they're finishing their checks. They're they're making plays, and once again, you know the, the kids that are existing that are there are a year older, a little bit more confident, stronger. Mm-hmm. And McClellan played great yeah. the first uh, four games of the season well, so far. And I liked how Hastings, he was like, we're sticking with one guy. It's not going to be I a like Friday, that. Saturday. It's like, it's his job. Like, we've, we've determined it's him, and it's going to be him. Uh, so, yeah, you don't have to look over your shoulder and be like, well, am I playing Saturday night now? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's tough nice for a goaltender, right? Goaltenders yeah. are goaltenders are right? different breeds, right? Yeah. You know, go, you all say, I mean, stay away from the goaltenders. Maybe that's no kind of the issue they had the past couple of seasons. They didn't have that guy, Who's so the, they had to rotate. Yeah, they just couldn't find they couldn't find that person. They, and, and just, Who's the best goalie that you ever played with? Oh, Dwayne Dirksen, nineteen ninety oh, yeah. team. I mean, the Duke. He just got voted the in the Duke. Hall of Fame. He's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Well, you said they're a different fame. breed. Did he? Do, what did he do? That was. What, what, did he do his own thing? Like team dinner? He's out there like doing smelling salts and like reading like <laughs> the Art of War or something. Like what well, was he doing? We were up in North Dakota playing North Dakota, and we uh, I think we all chipped in. Back then it was a dollar, you know, because you're in college. And we said Dwayne, who's named nicknamed Duke. If you eat all that gristle on that plate. <laughs> <laughs> And it was about sixty ounces of gristle from because it, it was like it was just all fat. So like he said, if you eat that, you can have this money. I think it was like nineteen dollars in the pot. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, man, he, 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 he gobbled it up. I get you beer. He gobbled it up. That gets in the Hall of Fame. Hey, man. listen, my grand, my grandfather, R.I.P. He'd be proud of that, Barry. If you had gristle on your plate, if you had my grandfather's out, you better eat that damn gristle. It's, it's like because when I grew up, you, you barely you got government cheese. If you got a little gristle, you better you better eat it. Love it, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, did you have something? well, yeah, Barry, you mentioned <laughs> when earlier in the interview that uh, Hastings compliments what Granado was doing when he, when he comes in, and we mentioned the different players. And then when RJ asked a question, obviously the one goalie versus two, I think some people that maybe they haven't followed because it's, it's early in the season, what are kind of some of the differences between Hastings and Granado? Because I think a lot of people want to know what that would be. Yeah, I think what I've heard so far, and uh, and I've and I've only met Coach uh, a couple times, is that uh, you know, listen, anytime whether it's NHL, NBA, all that stuff, you know, the coach moves on, and you know, it's it's, it's always the coach, right? If you combine pajamas and rubber boots to check on the barn, we welcome you. This is the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome back. I'm Stephanie Hoff, filling in for Farm Director Pam Yonke. You might get wet today, mostly cloudy with some showers in the afternoon, highs of around 60 degrees, chance of rain is 40% in south-central Wisconsin. And I'll tell you what, the weather forecast today kind of contradicts what it's supposed to be a good day for, according to the Old Farmer's Almanac. Today, the Almanac says that it's an excellent day to plug in that hair iron and straighten your hair. But with the humidity we're seeing... 
you might just want to put it up in a ponytail. It also says today is the best day of the month to be camping. Again, with rain in the forecast, I'm not too sure. I can tell you what they do say is that October as a month is a good time for stargazing. And this is because it gets dark earlier than it does in the summer, but it's not as cold as it's going to be in November and December. So if you look out at around 8 o'clock, 8 p.m., you'll be able to see a band of stars starting at the southwest horizon, moving overhead and down to the northeast horizon. And this is the Milky Way, not the kind you're going to get while trick-or-treating. The Milky Way is what we call the galaxy that includes our solar system, the sun and the planets. It's called the Milky Way because it looks like a milky circle. And now you know. Well, October is a good month for stargazing, and today apparently is a good day to straighten your hair, according to the old Farmer's Almanac. Is it a good time to buy equipment? Pam Yonke has a word from the Steffes Group. Time to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group, available online. A plethora of auction activity that you can take a look at. If you want to talk about a potential auction, now is the time to start those plans. 800-726-8609. That's 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewn from the Steffes Group along with us again today. You know, I was thinking to myself, Ashley, just like uh, just like any business, you guys really rely on training, expertise, very keen eyes when it comes to evaluating equipment, land, that type of thing. Uh, tell us a little bit about how the Steffes Group focus in all their professional uh, entries when it comes to the staffing, professional associations. I mean, that's pretty important, you guys. You know, it really is, and and. Every office has somebody that specializes in something different within our group, so we're always talking to whoever's the expert. So we call them uh, SMEs in our company, subject matter experts. Uh, so just for instance, if you're looking at getting an appraisal done, and we work with a lot of banks and do chattels for them and, and farmers that are looking to uh, transition their farm. So the only certification there is is there is USPAP, and so we a lot of us have that accreditation. Of course, we're on the real estate side of things, we're brokers, we're salespeople, we belong to the auction associations, we're state and national winners across our company, and, and it's, it's a lot of work to stay up with all those licensing, but we feel it's important. Well, like I said, I want to make sure people understand that there's uh, differing degrees of uh, what auctioneers uh, dedicate their time and energy to, and Continuing education and those professional affiliations, big one for the Steffes Group. You talk about those subject matter experts. I was looking at steffesgroup.com, and I see you had talked to me about it before, but I have to commend whoever is doing the photos on. Uh, you've got an estate sale that focuses in on uh, some vintage cars and trucks, and then a lot of parts, a lot of parts. If you're somebody that's looking to restore uh, you know, that model A Ford or an l- older model car or truck, there were all kinds of pieces that they must have taken time to organize just for the pictures. That tells me how much you guys pay attention to details. Yeah, really. And, and you know, when we decide to take something on, it's do it right or don't do it at all, of course. And so if you're going to do something like that, I mean, do it right. So everybody knows what they're buying. They can make a good buying decision and it's best for our clients. So you know, every time in our company, if there's a question of uh, should we or shouldn't we do something, it's always what's in the best interest of our seller. Right. Yeah. And I see also as far as business de- business development, Steffes Group just welcoming in another new partnership. Is that correct? Heartland Auction? Yeah, that's that's correct. Heartland Auction out of Garden City, Kansas. 
there's about three or four guys that are coming to work for us. Uh, it's going to be a partnership and, and we feel that there's a lot of good farm kids down there that, you know, you and I always talk about mm-hmm. who know agriculture and that kind of thing. So they're going to join our team. They, they love our platform. They didn't have one, of course, uh, using third party stuff, but Stephas owns its own platform. So that's, that's a big advantage for us. You know, uh, we can fix it if there's something going wrong. We can monitor it. And uh, it gives the user a better experience. Boy, and for sure. And if you're somebody that is trusting your auction with the Steffes Group, that back-of-the-house information about how many people looked at what, uh, that's important for people to be able to measure the success, not just in the dollars generated, but in the interest that the Steffes Group can generate, huh? Yeah, really. You know, when, when it's time to have your retirement sale, you don't want to just uh, throw advertising dollars up in the air and hope they land in the right place. We're we're digitally marketing directly to people that had been bidding on something like it, or we have groups of lists that have participated on certain types of auctions before. So it's it's really focused in. It's targeted. We're doing that all in-house, which makes the cost of that cheaper to the client. Yeah, like I said, folks, full-service group, to say the least, and professionals at it, always working on that continuing education aspect and professional affiliations. Take a look, if you haven't already, steffesgroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. I know how serious it is when it comes to that point in your life where you are thinking about an auction. Maybe you don't want to just do it online. They are there to answer the phone and talk with you individually. 800-726-8609. That's 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewn with the Steffes Group. About 90% of the potato crop is out of the ground in Wisconsin, and it's looking good. That's actually the verdict coming from several regions across the U.S. Mike Carter joins us. He's a grower out of the Central Sands. He's also chairman of Potatoes USA, which is the marketing arm for U.S. grown potatoes. He tells me how the yield is looking. Yeah, so my counterparts out west are telling me it looks to them like the yields are going to be at average, if not slightly above average, and they're looking at high quality this year. There weren't any major rain events uh, throughout the, the country. There, you know, we haven't seen freezes that would create some problems in storage. You know, here in Wisconsin, we're, we would say the same thing. I think across the country, we're looking at above average yields and good quality here in Wisconsin. The other piece of that puzzle is, is we're looking at uh, the size profile of our crop is looking large. So we're going to have some nice, large potatoes that you can put in cartons and uh, traditionally, that's where you can get a premium, and those are the, the high-value potatoes. So so there's some, some reasons to be optimistic. I mean, we're, we're seeing the same thing kind of all over the country, Colorado, out east. Uh, everybody's, everybody's pretty happy with the crop, and nobody's had a, any kind of weather disaster. And so we're looking at, I think, uh, an abundance of product coming up for the, for the upcoming marketing season. So big spuds and a lot of them. Do we have enough storage capacity for this yield? Everybody's getting creative. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any empty storages when we get, when it's all said and done. You know, one one of the strategies that that's being used is, is some of the the potatoes that we dug early. Uh, we put them in storage. They went through the sweat, and then uh, we can we can run them out of the storage and then refill the bins. Uh, and that's just a function of the the fact that the weather is cooperating to the point where we're not seeing any hard freezes or frosts in, in sight. So we're we're able to do some creative things like that. To deal with those challenges, we've also been able to run a fair amount off the field for the same reason, just because the way the weather has turned out, we're, we're able to just keep them in the field and, and run them as we need them. 
Now, of course, you know, on the marketing on the challenge and the concern would be is how does that affect price? And so we know in agriculture when you have an abundance, it can, it can have some downward pressure on, on price points. But we feel like the demand is high enough where we should be able to, to hold those prices and, and uh, make sure that we maintain a decent return as the year goes on. Growing demand for U.S. potatoes is actually the job of Potatoes USA, which Mike Carter chairs. Mike is a potato grower out of the central sands region of Wisconsin, specifically Rasholt. From Chicago, December corn is down a penny at 4.91, November soybeans down a quarter of a cent at 13.10 and 3 quarters, and cash wheat is trading down a penny and a quarter at 5.79. Looking at fluid milk, the November class 3 milk contract is up 6 cents, trading at 18.60 a hundredweight. December milk stays neutral at 18.59 a hundredweight. Cheese and butter prices saw gains this week. We'll talk about it with Everegg Principal Mike North coming up next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh, that needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A skincare Minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural-looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Some of America's bravest warriors are returning home wounded. Here's one of them. My name is Norberto Lara. While I was on a combat patrol, a rocket propelled grenade took my arm off at the shoulder. I was discharged from the Army, and I've been working with the Wounded Warrior Project since 2007. I don't have to be severely wounded. A lot of guys have post-traumatic stress disorder. Being able to share your story kind of helps you wrap your mind around what did happen over there. My name is Norby, and yes, I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, but I'm okay. Don't suffer in silence. Contact WoundedWarriorProject.org. Bringing home the bacon. Literally, this is the Midwest Farm Report. I'm Stephanie Hoff, back along with you this morning. And after an extended downturn in cheese prices, October has finally brought some optimism to Wisconsin dairy farmers. The trend line is up for cheese after the close yesterday. Barrel cheese closed up three and three quarter cents at a dollar sixty-eight and a quarter. The forty-pound block cheese closed up a nickel and three quarters at a dollar seventy-six. And Mike North joins us live. Mike, principal at Everag. Mike, what's supporting the lift in cheese prices? Tell us uh, some of the stats. 
Well, to be really, really simple and very, very honest, the thing that's most supporting this is the calendar. We're into that time of the year where the scramble is on. We have all the holidays just immediately in front of us. I know it's hard to believe that we're only a few days away from being in November, but ultimately uh, there is a little bit of a scramble in play. And it started first with barrels. We saw a turn in late September. The market now has come up 21 cents off of those lows and blocks yesterday followed suit, jumping that five and three quarters that you just talked about. And so we look for a little bit of a seasonal bounce here. This is not out of the ordinary. Very, very common this time of year to get a little bit of a pop. And uh, the big question right now is how far can it run? How long can it last? And, uh, you know, history would suggest that, you know, maybe um, – we could see this last up to uh, about the 10th of November. Uh, but these things are never on a calendar perfectly. They come and go as they please. And sometimes if they move really quickly, uh, they can be over in a matter of days. So, um, you know, we, we, we have a hard time predicting exactly how they, they, they work, but this is not uncommon that every year we can see a move like this. And so here it is. So that window could last us through the first couple weeks of November where we are seeing a lift in cheese. But Mike, if I'm a dairy farmer listening to this, what should these prices be driving me to do? And what should the time window be driving me to do? Yeah, so you're right. And, and I don't want to make anybody, anyone confused here. It could last through the first couple of weeks of November or it could be done by the end of the week. But the reality is that uh, as you see a market move, it's always good to go back and say, okay, how have buyers responded at these price levels in the past? And when you look back over the course of uh, this year, when we've taken milk prices back up towards these levels, we've, we've generally run out of steam. And you know, if you look at this time of the year, we have held product prices on the futures board, not the spot trade that you quoted earlier, but on the futures board, we have held levels that are just above the levels that the spot market has started to approach. So what the market has been saying all year is that this is kind of fair value. And anytime we've gotten to fair value, the buyers have basically relaxed, they've stepped away and the, and, and the rally's over. And so if I'm, a, if I'm a farmer, I'm looking at these markets saying, okay, I know that very quickly here, I'm going to be running into prices that the buyers have pushed back on. I had better take advantage of that because the buying frenzy isn't likely to be one that carries me off into new horizons and much higher levels. I, I've got to be real with what the opportunity looks like. So, Mike, if we talk specifically then about Class 3 milk prices, and speaking of the futures, you know, January and February, Class 3 milk trading in the upper $18 range. I know you don't have a crystal ball, Mike, but what can you uh, tell us about what we can expect out of those prices and, and how they may move? Well, um, we were at uh, $19 in May. We fell back to 17 We rallied in July up to $19 we fell back to 17. We rallied into September up to $19. We fell back to 16. We've now rallied up. We're within 30 cents of $19. And um, I wouldn't want to sit here and wonder what happens on the other side of that. 
So um, this is a place where producers should ultimately be looking at getting coverage on, not just for the moment. This isn't just about the moment. This is uh, as much about what I'm doing for the first half of next year, even Q3 and, and potentially even Q4 of next year. This is about how I manage the overall opportunity in the market because a rising tide raises all ships. And when you look at this extreme movement we've had on the front end, which November class three has now risen almost a dollar and a half. The months that follow this have responded in kind as well. And when you look at the uh, first quarter average for this coming year, we currently have that back to levels again, right in line with what we saw at these summer peaks, uh, 1880 for the first quarter average really good places to be going after some coverage out into next year. So um, fa fantastic opportunities right now. Mike North along with us, Principal with Everegg. They are easy to find online at EVER.ag. Mike, I want to shift the conversation a little bit here to the situation in Israel. It's pushed different markets in different directions. We've seen the stock market react in one direction. We've seen commodity prices react in another direction. How does the conflict between Hamas and Israel have any impact on dairy, if at all? Well, in, you know, if it stays confined just to the Gaza Strip, um, we ultimately won't see a ton of uh, impact on commodity markets. However, the bigger concern for us all is whether or not different countries start picking sides and then whether those countries start uh, taking action against each other in the form of sanctions or any other trade disputes. Because uh, if you look at that little part of the world, it doesn't produce a lot uh, to contribute to the world economy. But politically, if it starts involving more countries, now we have some real concerns about the flow of product worldwide. And that's where I think I, all the eyeballs are fixed on the situation, watching whatever happens next. And, you know, certainly uh, you've seen uh, even the United States get a little bit more involved. Uh, there's there's a lot of countries in that place. If this escalates, uh, it'll be a much bigger story. And if people have got questions for you, Mike, what's the best way to reach you? Um, just call our number here at the Platteville office, 608-960-4771. Mike North along with us, principal at Everag. They are easy to find at EVER.ag online or call that number that Mike listed. Charity Seebecker takes the reins tomorrow for the morning show. I'm Stephanie Hoff. Thanks for taking along with me on a Thursday. We're getting put out to pasture for today. Back tomorrow morning. This is the Midwest Farm Report.